Welcome to Kardashian at the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jarden. And I'm Marcy Jarrow. We're here. We're here. How are you doing, my friend? I was just complaining to you. I'll keep it short and sweet. My cat is trying to kill me. I was like on the floor stretching and then he like took higher ground and attacked me and like bit me so hard. Higher ground is the funniest piece of this story. Yes. He like was really like, I'm going to kill. He like jumped up on the couch so that he could have the advantage and then he chomped into my shoulder and I was already saying to him earlier today should I rehome you because (laughs) it's like I so this was before the fight though before the fight I had a conversation with him I'm hearing an inciting incident I said do you want me to rehome you is that (laughs) what you're trying to tell me because like maybe we're not getting along I cannot figure out what his deal is I'm like I think it's maybe because I was gone for like almost a month and then now I'm back I bet that's the core of it and he's acting out maybe but it's been like I've been here for a couple weeks dude so I got like a bunch of feel away shit because he's been so aggressive what's it called feel away it's like a it's a diffuser that has like a pheromone oh I tried this with my old cat and it takes like a long time to work though yeah um and he just like he just wants play all day all day all day all day like it's not like I can tire him out in 30 minutes he wants so much and I can't and I was like am I not can I not give you enough because maybe you need to go somewhere else then that could be the case (sighs) but But I would say let let the pheromones kick in also is a weird time like I feel like there's tension all around not just with me and my cat and the world no in like everything's crazy today I was having like a meltdown which I don't usually I'm pretty good at like sifting through the news and not being but it was like Today is MLK Day, and then I was listening to, um, it was Monday, that we're recording, um, and I was listening to the news, um, I'm on my way back from yoga, big brag, and um, <laughs> they were talking about this uh, pro-gun rally oh, yes. in Virginia, and all the, which nothing happened, thank God, but it was like a lot of fears, and the, you know, they declared it an, an emergency, because there was fears of all these like, what a waste of money, and I was just like, what a waste of money to wave your guns, and it, by the way. I, if you get a chance and want to go look at these photos, they're true comedy. These like men, it's all men and they're generally and they're like in full tactical gear, like thousands of dollars of equipment just out dorks. just marching with flags. Anyways, we do not need to open up this door of worms. Just, but just but being was, dorky. Like I was just all. having such a like, look, oh my God. I come from like a family of full of law enforcement. Sorry, yeah. c- c- one. you were like, no, oh my God. No, it just was a lot colliding where I was like, the you know, it was just, especially if you spend too much of your day on Twitter. Yes. I was like, ooh, I need to get, we I were talking it. about this before. Like I just, I was like, I need to get away from this for a minute. Which, can I tell you about my news? Yes. I'm very excited to tell you this. So I went to my my high school friend, um, Casey, mm-hmm. who I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And also she ended up coming to Santa Barbara when I was there. We lived together briefly and we kind of fell out of touch. She reached out like a couple months ago and we've been in touch sporadically and was kind of just did that very cool thing of like, hey, I really miss you. And I'm thinking of you. Also, I'm pregnant. And I was like, whoa. And I know her husband. And I was like, oh, my God, how exciting. And then she was like, um, I'm having a baby shower in January in Santa Barbara, where she lives now. Um, and she was like, would you want to come? I know it's been a long time, but Cute. like, would you come? It would mean a lot. And my sister and all like I know her whole family. Um And I was like, yes, I would love to come. I would love to see you and reconnect. So on Saturday, I drove up. Is that why your hair is blue? Because you were the gender reveal? (laughs) 
It is a boy. <laughs> the gender's a construct. So. Um, yeah, I was the gender reveal. <laughs> you like, took off the yeah. hat yeah. and spun around with your gorgeous baby blue. I should blue. do that. I'll do that as like, if you guys, if, if someone would pay me to do that, it only takes Look, eight hours. I don't believe in them, but I think that is a funny version. Big hat, hair it's, reveal. It's better than like something that causes uh, bodily harm. Yeah, like, like fireworks. And literally someone killed a grandmother that way. I know. There was shrapnel. Something blew up in a in a grandmother was murdered by a <laughs> gender then, reveal and then that it's main woman true, yeah. who made the gender reveal party famous like recently wrote this essay and saying like, that she like regrets it <laughs> anyways no anyways. this was just a baby shower um and i got there and what i had forgotten and it was just lovely i i'm not a huge shower person you know like it's a lot of sitting and you know just like light conversation mm-hmm. uh with but it, it there were crustless sandwiches. There were, and the food was great. I love a crustless sandwich. Oh, it was really good food. And um, I was catching up, and it was so nice. And then her mom came up and was like, would you like a reading? And I was like, what? <gasps> and I had not remembered this from the invite info. And she's like, we have a palm reader. <gasps> and I was like, absolutely, yes, please, can I go as soon as possible and, and meet her? And they were like, yeah, which made sense. I was, I didn't understand. Everybody was kind of coming and going from this room in the corner, and I'd been like, is there a baby in there that, like, what people are checking on? Is like, it what's, a goat or like, something? What's happening? And then, so then, Marcy, oh, my God, I opened the door. They're like, you can go. And I opened the door, and I had not seen the palm reader. Well, I was not ready. It was this, like, truly, like, 110-year-old <gasps> woman. Perfect. Like, a tiny little, like, shrimp of a woman oh. and like like a little five foot tall woman with like short gray hair insane insane like pale pale blue opaque Ooh. almost like like spooky cataracty uh-huh. kind of like really blue 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 eyes but she wasn't like witchy or anything she was just in like a nice little sweater set and she was like hello hi and she introduces herself and I and one of the women when I was going in was like her readings are wild just to warn you and I was like okay and then I opened the door and it's this very old woman and she's like I'll, I'll get through this really quick because basically she was like she looks at my palm and she's like oh and she took my hair in and everything I was like oh you're very very interesting and I was like oh thank you and so she starts like looking at my hand and I've never gotten a palm reading so it was my first time and she was like oh look at this here oh you're very creative you're so you're so creative do you write and I was like I do I do not like for a living but I have before and we're talking about that and then she like gets to one part of my palm and she goes oh you're very promiscuous <gasps> <laughs> She goes, or wait, you were. And I went, I laughed so hard. And I was like, fair enough. And I, and she was like, ooh, I like you. You're not stuffy, are you? Some people get very stuffy. And I was like, I'm not stuffy at all. And then she was like, does some more. And then she's like, ooh, you're very irritated with your husband, aren't you? And I was like, maybe. And she's like, because. And then she kind of pauses and she's like, he's irritating <laughs> Marcy, which I was, is true no, I, was I don't crying <laughs> i was crying she was like your husband is very annoying 
I told him all of it. I was crying. I was like, her name I think was Jean. And I was like, oh, you are a riot. And she told me, she said so much funny stuff. She was just like, men don't listen. You have to write everything down for them. You have to write things down for She's them. Like, write that down, what you want. If you want it to be taken out to dinner more, write it down and hand it to them. And I was like, that's a lot of work. That's so funny to hand someone a slip of paper that says, take out the trash or <laughs> something. That was her advice. She swore it worked. She talked a lot about uh, writing her memoir. A lot of plugs made their way in. Um, but she was a true she delight. Was, You're a writer. Yes. You'll get this. Yes. Which I feel like happened when we went to that place on Hillhurst. Like it was a lot of like, you know, I'm working on a thing. Oh, you yes. guys are all writers. Um, but anyways, it was a true delight. That's I literally so like drove back down the coast like high on life because it was the funniest experience I'd ever had. And I was excited to tell you. I will say that no matter what, even if it's a bad reading, it's never a waste of money. Oh, it was just the experience of like that is so rare of like you walk into a room, a person you've never seen, and then you are having the weirdest, most like yeah. intimate, but like not exchange. <laughs> also, and they're talking. Are you promiscuous? I mean, I definitely wasn't prude. No, I definitely like I've only known not, you with Tim, so I don't understand. In my 20s, I definitely like had. I mean, I definitely hung out and had fun and I like made out with a lot of boys. Tell us your numbers. Just I kidding. Mean, just kidding. I, but I, I mean, I was like, I guess that's, I mean, it's such a dated term. Also for a 90 year old woman, what does that mean? I desperately wanted to know. That just means having sex outside of marriage. I know. I'm like, but that's why it was like, in you her brain. use tampons? <laughs> that's very promiscuous. And a horseback ride I'm seeing here. <laughs> uh, Ooh, your hymen broke at the age of five on a trampoline. <laughs> Was, I mean, I truly was like, I guess you could say promiscuous. Because what does that word even mean? You know, yeah. like, yeah, not my husband. And the, I just was like, so sure. funny, though. But I, yeah, I loved it. She was great. I, I, I hope everyone gets to see her. I don't remember her name or how to find her. But that was it. <laughs> so that was my weekend. Should we get into some news? I will say every time that any of my friends are out of town, I'm furious with them. <laughs> so. But I realized I probably wouldn't be going to uh, a baby shower of someone that I've never met. So, and I didn't even recognize in the photograph. So it's fine. Just so you know, I literally, because I had to get my hair touched up. uh, So I literally, in the morning, so I left at... 12 30 i left my hair place at 12 30 i got there at 2 30 and then i left at 4 45 to drive too back stressful i it thought was, you it stayed was stupid. over no it was it was a stupid amount of time but i don't like driving at night so i came back quick um okay well i'm glad you made it back i'm good i did also too. let me know any listener who wants my cat <laughs> check in with marcy check in with me okay, i'll so give you a little black cat a little for black cat free. who's got a lot of needs and is vocal maybe he'll not attack someone he actually respects okay <laughs> okay so so we were messaging about this big news this weekend um which then of course got its due blowback um as always happens but um kim released the trailer over the weekend for her oxygen show it's, or it's a documentary so it's a one-off it's called kim kardashian West colon the Justice Project airing on Oxygen on April 5th um, and it it was really something um, I was yeah. really moved by it it's just a documentary that where it looks like we're just watching Kim really start this journey of um, understanding prison reform and interviewing prisoners who believed who are believed to have been unjustly jailed um, and raising awareness by visiting them going into jail visiting their friends and family and um, 
and talking about her her obviously this whole uh, new pursuit of Kim's yeah. and mass I, incarceration in general. I do hate that the promo comes so far out from like it doesn't know. premiere until April, but so long. What was the blowback? I didn't even hear about People, it. People, I mean, it was like I, I clicked on something that was basically just like it was very loose. It wasn't really, it was basically saying like the same way the whole time Kim has like pushed on any of this or promote that. It's like all about brand building, you know, yes. and that it's all about like her PR and why is she, I, why do we see so much of her in the trailer? You I, know, absolutely. Because well, okay. Well, I mean, I absolutely you. agree that it is part of her brand, right? That she wants people to know that she's doing good. Also. So that's true of, every single one of your politicians or yes. anyone who has a food drive at work or yes. um you know any person who's like i'm picking up things to donate all of those people have the right feeling in their heart and also want you to know about it absolutely and fine because by you knowing that she does it it might inspire you to do something also this is truly in celebrity world truly tale as old as time why when angelina jolie or any celebrity you can think of does work with uh any nonprofit when they travel to africa when they do why are there professional photographs why are there video crews following them it's so that we can know that they did it so and that they can raise awareness that's the whole fucking reason like of course her face is in it more than prisoners because they want you to watch it because of her yes so more people will watch it than who wouldn't watch it it's the perfect kim catch 22 of everything she will ever do for her whole life also just like in the past like couple weeks of even like watching like debates and stuff and and twitter debates people are so infuriating uh, of the need for perfect saviors i mean it's like people are complicated you can do good and still have done something else bad in the past it's fine all that matters is today and how like i mean especially like we're watching and we'll get into this episode like (gasps) we're watching season four of kim kardashian same woman from 2009 the idea that the same woman and we'll get into her specifically in this episode but is i mean i think you could pretty fairly nutshell is like performatively or not like psychotically self-absorbed about her breakup with reggie her living in a condo people can change a lot (laughs) you guys the idea that it's 2020 and like we have to knock her for spending time and energy and like finding funding to make a documentary about mass incarceration and prison reform and like chide and finger wag her for it as we all sit on our fucking asses and don't do one second of that work i mean that is like the thing that i mean that really does get me is people who love to call out other people like what have you done today yeah if i saw a like another very visible activist in the like prison reform world or you know like if i saw like a a really prominent social justice warrior actually like do like have taking issue it's like aren't we curious that the only people yelling are people that are not in that line of work that do not do that for a living and like are just normal plebeians like you and me it's problematic. I think the internet made us bad, but also yes. good. I don't know. It's so hard. It's so hard. I mean, when I think about it, I've only done like three things in two years that have been like for the greater good. I don't know. I've, I've done 
very few. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I was trying to remember. I put on some shows, I guess. Yeah. Well, it, anyway. also in the same vein of this, um, there was a story about how Kim and Kanye did this thing, which is really cool, which I don't remember this happening except recently where celebrities do this, where yes. they rent out. We know that Chance the Rapper and uh, has done it for, uh, God, what was it for? Um Anyways, where they rent out a movie theater. And so they partnered with a nonprofit called Represent Justice and they rented out movie theaters across the country um, for free screenings of the film Just Mercy, which has just come out, which is a real life story. It stars um, Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. And it's about civil rights defense attorney Brian Stevenson, who's working to free wrongly condemned death row prisoner, played by... Oscar winner Jamie Foxx. So it's based on a memoir of a man who spent six years on death row, um, convicted of a murder he didn't uh, commit. And so Kim put this post up and she said, I was so moved after seeing Just Mercy, but Kanye and I want to make sure you have the chance to see it too. We're joining uh, this org to buy out theaters across the country to give you a chance to win tickets to a free screening, sign up at Represent Justice and get ready to be blown away by the incredible work of Brian Stevenson and the Equal Justice Initiative, blah, 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 blah. What's so cool about that is it's not just like... I think for some she rented out, but for, to buy out a theater means not only are people getting to see it, but also the movie can make money. So maybe it will be wider release. Yeah, have a wider release so more people can see it. It was in Oklahoma City, Milwaukee, Atlanta, Chicago, Dallas, Miami, and Washington D.C. That's so many cities. That's a lot, and that's not cheap. But think no. how much it costs for just one person to go to a movie. Oh my God, especially in our dumb city. Also, look, even if the theaters gave away the tickets for free the concessions alone yes they're so expensive we don't <laughs> look i'm like almost 40 and <laughs> i can really tell you it wasn't always that expensive kids it was not and it doesn't feel that long ago you know when i was a kid when i started driving a car you could get your gas for 89 cents a gallon oh my god <laughs> Is that, that right? was 21 years ago, though. <laughs> it was, in fact, 22 years ago for me. I was 15 when I got my license. Really? How? That's just the, it was the, the legal age wow. back then. I was, oh, that's wild. How old were you? 16. Oh, well, I got a whole... She's learning it over me. <laughs> um, well, I thought that was a lovely story. I don't have a lot of opinions other than that's so nice. Um, now, this next one, <laughs> I do have an opinion on. It really swings the pendulum. And it is um, that... Did you watch there's, it? No, I won't watch it. That there's footage of Kim popping a pimple of Chloe's. I think it's sweet. Okay, listen, I'm going to uh, go out on a limb. I don't watch... I am not in the, like, Dr. Pimple popper realm mm -mm. i am like i'm not a watcher <gasps> i know it's first of all you don't see it up close you don't see like you never you don't see anything coming out but she has a tool she's using a tool <laughs> yes she has i think it is one of the more fascinating pieces i think you would like it you love weird body what? stuff mercy oh, i really don't like this my parents used to do it when i was a kid and they used to get so up <gasps> <gasps> Am I gonna throw up? I did not know this would make you squeamish at all. Do should we move on to the next story? All I know is that 
look, I know I, never, I, I know what they're doing. They're trying to reach that audience yeah. of oh, people yeah. who like this. <laughs> it's like, you know, it makes like the back of your throat go numb. But how did feeling. you watch that BBC body thing that has so much weird body stuff in it? It's not the same thing as like something mu- coming out. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, never- I don't like wet parts of your body coming out. <laughs> I oh don't God. like it. This is see what you don't know is that even though I'm sorry that you're going through this right now i'm learning like a new side of you and it's so charming i didn't know this oh boy i don't know it either until i'm like faced with it sometimes oh it's like my fear of heights i forget it until i'm on something high then i'm like oh boy my body can't do this i never think of myself either of being like tougher than you about anything well tough is not a that's, oh, a, that's a word of judgment you want to fight yeah. <laughs> you want to fight about these pimples well love. now you know how to win is to just start squirting some <laughs> pustules at me you know I, in it's a, other people grooming other people that's really gross to me i get it whatever you it, do to yourself is fine it was just fascinating because it's like two gazillionaires and there's just sisters that are like picking at each other's skin and i couldn't really believe it i bet their Kim makeup is artist the is best time so mad at them they're like yeah. please also i have spent my entire day i'm on hiatus guys so i've been i've been nursing a chin pimple nursing. for like days it's like it's oh, a it's real, tucked away. It's like uh, on, on the soft part of your under chin. That's a tough spot. Those ones, they really like stick around for a long all chin, time. All chin pimples to me, really, so they hormonal. really like find a home and stay there. Um, but yeah. Oh, by the way, if anyone, it's a it's a little clip that was released uh, just over the weekend. That's like, who knows? Yeah. Basically, just to get in on this audience from keeping up with the Kardashians. So if you want to go see it, uh, if, you want, if you're a nasty little person and like you love me. watching like other people's me. body juices, I truly was like, loved it and was like, do I have to start watching this pimple popper? Maybe shit? You would, I've seen that show before and sometimes it's fine. I just don't like I really come and go with the ability like yeah just now it made me sick but I also have been lightheaded all day so oh Marcy I don't know what's happening okay we'll keep an eye on you it's probably my cat it's it, I know he maybe that's what he's sensing that I'm dying <gasps> and he's trying to kill me maybe he's, maybe he's worried and he's, he's trying like, to alert you or he's like, like you're not well oh yeah like how dogs will yeah, alert. like lassie like we get, maybe he's trying to drag you to the hospital <laughs> yeah that's what it feels <laughs> Your like shoulder so this is another story that came out it's kind of I'm very curious what you think. So you know this thing where we like try to figure out what their business moves are, mm-hmm. like how we saw kimono get patented, and Ugh. we had no idea what we that storm. We really should have raised the alarm we sooner on that. So another patent. Uh, I really thought it was going to be like an uh, like kimono, kimonos. like an actual kimono. Me too, which would have still been problematic. But, I guess people sell kimono style like things. Yeah, like that's not. I mean, I guess it is problematic to sell another culture's stuff. Yeah, at least it would have made more sense. sense. <laughs> um. So, so three new patents, uh, trademarks, sorry, were uh, filed in this beginning of the year. They are Kylie Con, C-O-N. With a C-O-N. Kylie Con with a K. You can drop that one, Kylie. You wasted your money. Don't do that. And then Kylie Museum. So there's a Forbes article talking about it. Uh, she already has 130 trademarks, including, we talked about this, she, uh, I think kind of lamely, uh, really quickly patented Rise and Shine. Um, but yeah, so basically the question is, it, clearly that she is going to apply these to live events, it sounds like, exhibitions, or according to the paperwork, it says that they want them for clothing, beauty consultations, handbags and live events. Handbags is, has not happened yet. Um, including exhibitions and interactive experiences, among other related items and events. 
Um, hasn't been approved, but I mean, what are we looking at? Kylie Khan? Maybe. That's I could what see it's, that. It's got to be. Or I could see it being like a brand of mm. like maybe like super hero-y kind of like oh. Comic-Con inspired. I didn't think about that. I assumed it was like I mean, a convention. She, yeah. 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 Or could it also be like... That's I how know. I heard it. That like, oh, she's going to release a bunch more shit and then oh, do some sort of like... Because it is for an event, not... Because she has, especially on the heels of Stormy World, I was like, oh, I bet she, this is her brain space now is like oh. like a big... And activations are like such the you, yeah. the marketing zeitgeist right now. So I was like, oh, I bet it'll be... like, And she's done pop-ups, but that'll... I bet she'll roll out a big Kylie con, like a huge convention that's like all things Kylie. Also, it's just smart to be like, I'm very rich at the age of 22. Who knows what 50 is going to look like? Let me go ahead and get this on the books. What a fun mental space to sit in. How, I, can you imagine? I to just be like, what could I ever get up to? And I how can I trademark and make money and, pro- and protect be myself? the most important person one day? I am <laughs> mad about the rise in China. I don't think you should be able to. Like, that Find that I want to. I'm going to trademark uh a billion dollars just the, the <laughs> two words up uh, or three words a uh, billion dollars and that way anytime anyone says a billion dollars i'll make some money off of it and then guess what i'll have a billion dollars oh, see this is a good idea <laughs> <laughs> you're right it's a good idea this is why she's rich um yeah trademarking is stupid sometimes very um, dumb Let's see. Then we're yeah, I, these next ones are kind of a bummer. We don't uh, have to. I don't really like digging in on Kanye, but I do think there's an interesting tidbit of information. Yes. It, you know, it's a bummer for me. Yeah, because he's ruining my fandom. I know. Well, we won't dwell. I think on basically. He spoke this weekend at a big ev- evangelical event. Yes, and it sucks because. It was with a, a, a bunch of anti-LGBT speakers. That was not the purpose of the event. But there are people who are very, very pro-Trump, of course, and people who are very um, who are anti-LGBT. So that was its own news story. Although one of the people who was originally on the lineup was mysteriously taken off of all of it. So oh, Lou Engel, who uh, called homosexuality a spirit of lawlessness, he was taken off the bill okay. quietly and no one ever said another word about him. Interesting. Um, so, cause I was like doing some research into it. Cause I was like, no, Kanye. And also like Joel Osteen or whatever his name is. He's also said yeah. really bad things. I about- mean, he's treaded into a very <clears throat> hyper religious space and this is part of that. Yes. I think that like it would be a bit naive to assume is not, part of this space when he's speaking at like mega churches and that's stuff also always going to be the flip side of coin with religion ever yeah with, no matter what religion he were like joining and being a trailblazer for there are some people who are very accepting and open and there are some people who are very rigid and stubborn in their ways and 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 frankly not just stubborn but they're bigots yeah and that's going to be like no matter where he would whatever it would honestly any group you could join you would find that i believe to me is like like it's a story but it's not it's like yeah that's of course what's going on yeah um i i hate it's a bummer and i wish he wasn't aligning and spending time around people like that but also like it's kanye we know he's not he's not i mean i would say it's probably not as anti-gay as a lot of rappers he's worked with in the past (laughs) so i think that's very fair so you know because i really like if you think about like not as much today, but the rap music of our childhood was 
so inflammatory when it oh came God. to women and gay people and like horrible so it's i know probably on par at least i think it's just it, grosser because of the people who are listening and it's just tough it's tough to watch uh but it's in the sense of like if that feels it just feels far away but also like I mean, we've been in this Kanye space of like it's so and it's, so he so he talked about his renewed commitment to Christ. Um, this event was called Awaken 2020, a prayer rally host in a prayer rally in Tempe, Arizona. He performed Jesus Walks with the Sunday service choir. He talked about how he considered himself a Trojan horse for God, a man who gained prominence as he worked for the devil, but would go on to use his fame to spread Jesus's gospel. Blah, blah, blah. But the part that I actually thought was really interesting and that people were sort of um, grabbed onto is that he spoke about um, struggling with alcohol uh, yeah. and referring to the night or 2009 VMAs with the incident with Taylor Swift. So he says, which he's never spoken about. He's talked about other vices, but he's never talked about alcohol specifically before. So he said, I never thought about the effect alcohol could have had on my life. I was drinking on the red carpet and then running on stage a few minutes later, he recalled. And everyone around said, nah, he ain't really no alcoholic. And then you get to the point where you're drinking Grey Goose and orange juice for breakfast, thinking, nah, I ain't really no alcoholic. And then he says... Um, it happened when he when did he finally get up drinking give up drinking he said it happened one afternoon while he was working quote there was some vodka in the refrigerator at my office and sometimes I would just go ahead and take a drink from it in the middle of the day when I was walking toward that kitchenette area and I stopped myself and said devil you're not gonna beat me today and he recalled and it's something that we take on day by day every day that I don't pick up that drink I bit I beat the devil so he had talked before about um, th there's like a tweet from 2018 where he says, I give up drinking every week. He's talked about having had I addictions. Mean, we all feel that way. Buddy, especially in January. I swear it off. At my mom, after my mom's 65th birthday, I was like, never again will oh, I? I mean, that's the dance of I like. I just shook violently all day next the oh. next day and told my parents, I was like, you're going to have to take me to the hospital or buy a oh, burial plot burial plot. i was like in the shower being like do i need to call for help oh mercy i party too hard you are very responsible i will as an outsider uh yeah but it only takes like one every on four day, months you where can, i'm like whoop you can have like the best record and then one big night <sighs> is truly and it's like the shame over of it all but yeah he's talked about having been having had past addictions to porn to opioids and he even it, talked about it with like weed and stuff yeah. before his uh before he had his breakdown that landed him at the ucla yeah um psychiatric center or whatever it's called so like yeah he's really you know and it's not uncommon for people who have bipolar disorder to also struggle with addiction because it's how they try to treat it themselves yeah, self-medicate yeah i thought it was um it's always i think really i really believe this that it's really impactful when uh celebrities and people in positions of you know especially like when they talk about that stuff because yes. it is i mean the we know how common like uh substance abuse is and those struggles Absolutely. and so it's like you know new religious persona aside i think it's it's um it's really humanizing to see that he's struggled as much as he has and like yeah. it made me happy that he however he got there that he that that's in the past for him because that's for him really to tough not feel shame about no talking about it i think the only thing that else i could ask for him is that he just if he make it clear that he is not anti because i don't yeah. think he is anti-lgbtq no 
No. Like he, I mean, maybe that was before he got all evangelical, but he was the first supporter in the family to support Caitlyn. I, yeah, I, I would be shocked if that's how, I do not think that that's like on his radar and in the same way he views his Trump relationship. Like, I just don't think he, he cares about who he aligns himself with. I think he with. can silo his life so easily. And he sees himself as like very separate, I think, from yes. the people in the institutions that they, that he can yeah. put himself near. That makes sense. Which is tricky i mean he doesn't even really consider himself part of the kardashian group so <laughs> and he's he so meanwhile the last story is um meanwhile this weekend uh there was a controversial women's oh, march oh yeah the la women's march because the uh the black uh, lives matter yeah i was gonna say i was like gonna say the founders or yeah yeah representatives from black lives matter were not invited to the march for the first time in three years uh, Black Lives Matter was not invited to speak and uh, they were very public about it. And, and so a lot of people pulled out. Support. Yeah. People like June. I saw June's post, June Raphael um, and people pulled out be, uh, the, some of the speakers um, and it became sort of, yeah, like a bit controversial for very good reasons. Um, and there's a lot of conversation around like, you know, white feminism and, yeah. and intersectionality and all that. Um, but it did happen. Um, and Caitlin was there. So Caitlin uh, took the stage. She spoke um, and she talked about she said together as women, trans women and cis women, we have the power to influence our communities, our families, our friends and colleagues and turn this country around. Um, And again, in the vein of like looking backwards, I thought this was interesting. Um, She talks about uh, Trump and she said, sadly, oh, this was from an actually an older interview where she had said, sadly, I was wrong. The reality is that the trans community about Trump is being relentlessly attacked by this president. He's ignored our humanity, insulted our dignity. He's made trans people into political pawns as he whips up animus against us in an attempt. This was a big announcement I think she had made that's got lumped into this. But um but yeah, she said the time is now. Women in Hollywood and across this nation are energized. It's damn. It, it is damn time we stop the slaughter of trans women of color. I Very mean, clear. Very cool to use that platform. I am positive not everyone appreciates or likes it. But I agree. That is what we want people, rich white yes! women, to do. The most famous, yes. you know, arguably the most famous trans woman who is also of extreme privilege to yes. use that platform. We if want, you are going to show up and speak, yeah. Like I said, I don't expect anyone to be perfect. It's nice that she's even putting putting herself in the position to speak up for other people. She's growing. She had a big year. Out in the jungle? Caitlin's <laughs> Whoever her new PR person, maybe it's that Sophia woman. It's working. She, they're, it's good. I never thought I would. Yeah, I I'm thought really, I was. That's a great thing about this family is you can really go through so many cycles with like love and hate and love uh, and hate with them. I Someday, we'll never do this, but it would be fascinating to chart like where we started at the could, beginning could never like but. even from the beginning of the podcast who if just to see who I our think, favorites were and i then, said courtney was my favorite at the very beginning i think you did too i think i've always been lame and just always said kim yeah. but um but yeah those are the new that's some of the news that's um, the news should we get do, into do, this do, app? Do, do, do. yes we are watching season four this week's episode was episode two episode two scott on the rocks scott on the rocks so for anyone who did not hear last week or is just catching up last week was the big behemoth monstrous iconic 
Uh, a lot of people messaged about this, um, how like really iconic and burned into all of our collective memories. Um, the Lamar and Chloe Ugh. wedding was it was a, a truly a treat to, to watch and cover it. So now we're picking right back up right after. Um, and I, so it's also this funny thing where like that episode was like an hour and a half. It was oh, a full God, movie. It was so long. This one was 45 minutes unnecessarily so the next two are gonna be half hours okay. and then we're gonna shoot back up to the hour long and then Bizarre. we're gonna drop back down to the half hours you you correctly i think identified what was happening this season i think they were just trying out the format yeah. and also there must have been gaps in ease scheduling that they were like yes. we need look we're pulling blank off the air we need extra content just and give chris him was like oh, we got it well the show was at its probably near its peak and so yes. i'm sure that they were like whatever and that's we how were, the, yeah and that's how the episode feels is it's like stuff that would un like for sure be cut nowadays you know a lot of filler i thought i mean um depressed kim no we would have that <laughs> uh buying a house no we would have that courtney everyone hates scott of course we'd keep it all i think the house stuff might have been like smaller maybe it just, it's just the number of scenes i think yes. would have been even though the length would have been but you know, um, we would have cut a little the fat off as they fat. say it would have been a little yeah. trimmed up but so we'll dive in um so yeah you laid him out it's uh we have kim is is uh in a in a funk yes post reggie post wedding she's really feeling her singleness she's almost cried all of her mink eyelashes off it's such a funny Kim was that era. The, that was what they were wearing back then. Those mink oh, lashes. Yes, it was the era of minks. Absolutely. Were they actually made from mink? I don't know. I had them at some point. I don't think I ever looked it up. <laughs> I used to get eyelash extensions like every two weeks. Like I was oh, such a psychopath. My God. And you have such naturally long, beautiful lashes. Wow, thank you. It was before I discovered Latisse. I push it on everybody. Oh, my God. Latisse. Well, I get it. Uh, you, you can get it. At, you used to have to have a prescription, but... <gasps> a lot of beauty supply places in LA you can go to Larchmont Beauty big plug I love Larchmont Beauty um, I, do you know I once did so you sorry. have great lashes we, we you are, need it oh thank you and that's, I, that's my secret I like used to get eyelash extensions and then I was like wait what because it's a, it takes so long and it's expensive and then now you just put droplets on your eyes every single night oh well so I did a, sh a shoot with Margaret Margaret Cho mm. and she was talking about how she used Latisse, Latisse and she grew a set of lashes on her upper cheek. <laughs> you you do have to be careful. She I had to pluck them out. I I did get teeny <laughs> tiny little hairs in the corner of my eye because because yeah because it's like growth serum. Uh, Could you put it on your eyebrows? I do. Too? <gasps> it doesn't make a huge difference. Wow, wow, but basically, wow. yeah, I like put the drops on the. It's like a little wand. Wow. I run it across my eye, and then I run it on my eyebrow, and then I do the other eye, eye, and then I through my wow, eyebrow. Wow, wow, wow. Also, it can make your eyes turn. It very small chance of it, but it can turn your eye iris brown. Yes, if you have fair eyes, fair colored eyes, you're supposed to be careful. But I will say, I asked my brown full of hair that's why it's growing your your iris just became full of hair that's why my derm had told me i asked her about that and she was like i have never literally ever seen it i have never even heard of it happening but 
it is like important that everybody have that awareness in case. So this is our little PSA about eyelashes. I love talking about eyelashes, but I used okay. to be a big eyelash freak. So this era is, I mean, like in terms of the fake lashes. And Kim looks crazy with these big, like just circle, like eye, eyelashes just circling her whole eye. So it's, much liner, so much blush. They all are caked in blush. So Chris is trying to make Kim feel better by being like, one day you'll get married like Chloe and one day you'll have a baby like Courtney. And then Kim. Him, goes fucking nuts freaks out i miss this era so bad she starts screaming and then wants to throw chloe's wedding cake out can we get rid of this cake <laughs> chloe's like what <laughs> you what? you don't get to choose <laughs> that that's so funny and scott makes a note that chris is not pushing him to get married <laughs> very funny scott also made me laugh in this scene because he makes a home alone joke he goes look what you did you little jerk oh i remember when people used to think that that being funny was quoting funny movies Uh, that's absolutely how scott's brain would um it's so funny also that like the the impetus for us figuring out like kim is sad is that chloe makes a hilarious joke where she calls Courtney Jumbo and makes because she's pregnant. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, but your boobs are so get those big. under control, control those things." And like, uh, judges her body, makes her feel weird about her body, and then turns to Kim like, "Why aren't you laughing? That was really funny." <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's how we and Kim's like, "I'm sad," and that's how we like discover oh. Kim is depressed is because Chloe is confident that it should have made Kim laugh. Oh God, I really love the next scene of like visually seeing Kim sad. She's living yes. in that condo she's eating fast food they gave her a dirty shirt they gave her a dirty shirt chris what? says you look bad chris, she said the apartment you, reeks you look you look like a what did she say like, oh god she uh, said th- something not nice for a mom to say no she really she yeah she was a she walks in says her apartment reeks she has this <laughs> huge t-shirt with like ketchup on it also full makeup full so makeup but like messy shirt and apartment made me laugh so hard she has chloe's mugshot frame i was like i clocked it and i laughed and laughed it's about that very mugshot. funny so chris's like inability to understand mental health in any way is just <laughs> fascinating she's Truly like you archaic. don't get to be depressed you what why but you have a, your perfume shoot though is chris a sociopath uh, yes, because I think later in this episode, when we get to her solution for Chloe getting the house, uh, I think I think this is one of Chris's more sociopathic episodes. I mean, Chris does cry. Have we? Yeah, we've seen her but cry. But she cried she the, the most episode. about her own mortality, right? Yeah, herself. Herself and her life choices always. Yeah. I was just reading uh, The Psychopath Test by um, John Ronson, not, okay. not Mark Ronson. Mark Ronson <laughs> does a great remix, yeah, and John say. Ronson writes about good um, these kind of things. Okay. Uh, so I've been thinking about who's a sociopath and psychopath all week long. Um, so yeah, mm. she's missed this meeting for her fragrance. She missed uh, a meeting. She has a shoot coming up. And I found it so interesting that at this point, Kim is not calling it a breakup. She's like, we're on a break. Yeah. It's the very break, Ross the way, and Rachel. The way they're handling the breakup. I mean, we get some finality, but it's it's confusing. You're yeah. like, well, what? Ha- we don't really get. It's like, well, we didn't we couldn't see each other. We couldn't. It was too hard to find yeah. time to see each other. But it does feel very. It's not the clarity of like we broke up. Yeah. So the day of the photo shoot. Um, <laughs> also, we got it. 
a, a glimpse into old Kim's fridge and there are <gasps> only liquids in there as well. I missed it. Oh, what a good bookend. So she's too sad to shoot. She's too sad to be sexy. This this scene of her like staring forlornly during her uh, like photo shoot. I was staring. Like, wait, is she on Xanax? I was like, Kim. This I think is- she might have been on Xanax, right? She's just staring off in the middle distance and it's literally the, a whole photo crew being like, can you, um, can you just maybe move your body? <laughs> I you think like- she was on Xanax because I was like, it could be fake. And I was like, no, I don't think she could fake it. No, it would be too. It would be a huge performance outside of her reach. Did I ever tell you about the time a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, told me that she takes beta blockers when she's really anxious for an audition? So she gave me like one to like try. And if it works, like see if you can get a prescription. So I took a beta blocker for before an audition and the feedback i got was so negative about (gasps) how i did nothing and i was like yeah i was halfway in a coma (laughs) it was like she really brought nothing to the material it was really dead and i was like god oh yeah but you're like welfare and i was like fair enough (laughs) fair enough well whatever it's quelling for whoever it works for i mean if it that works i certainly wasn't nervous it is then i must have auditioned like yeah i guess i'll go to the break room okay thanks bye (laughs) (sighs) it's tough it's tough you you gotta really you really gotta know your your body before you i'll say don't take anything new on a work day that's a really (laughs) smart that's just good life advice that's That's just good life advice. try it out on a weekend maybe not in the audition (laughs) it's hard because you wouldn't know those nerves are so specific it would be impossible to cultivate but yes okay um, you live you learn so she says she doesn't care about her it's really crazy to hear her say this because she literally says she feels like she doesn't care about her career anymore and that she feels this is i thought really eye-opening she feels like it cost her her relationship yeah so we really see her like in a moment of actual like regret. Yeah. But then in the very next scene, we have Caitlin taking her shopping mm-hmm. and they go to an Adidas store and there's duh pictures of oh. Reg- I mean, obviously everyone knows that yeah. Reggie like Caitlin and Kim both know that Reggie's going to be up at the totally. his picture's going to be in the Adidas store. Yeah. But then Caitlin tells Kim that Reggie has to be selfish for his career because it's like this time in his career he has to be selfish. Yeah. It's the only time he's like I was like that myself and mm. then you know I lost marriages because of it. Really like opening up. Yes. Yeah. But I think what Kim heard was it's time for you to be selfish. Yes, Kim. And yes. that's like, she's that like, was I'm, like as, I'm an athlete of a different kind. I'm a butt athlete. <laughs> I'm an athlete of the butt and the, and the mink lashes. <laughs> so she, she, it's like an aha moment. Yes. And we get this nice resolution. She, she's like, I never thought of being selfish before. It's <laughs> about me. Oh, yes. I guess I could be all about myself i've never tried that on for size like we might have watched the moment that no, like the true kim was born I on camera i really feel like she's always been like that and yes. then she just had an awakening of like oh what if like she put a label on what it was and yes. she's like oh yeah that's fine to do this yeah that's what i'm and like. i can embrace it yeah. i don't have to feel bad i've already been that way and i didn't care so maybe if i just do care and want it more it'll be good for me it's equality i love it yes but yeah she she tells everybody that it clicked 
She realized the relationship is yeah. over. She has to move down. We get her taking her photos down of How Reggie. How many photo booth strips did they have? I also just don't even believe they go to the kinds of places that have photo booths. I mean, but back in the day, every place had a photo booth. Like That's that was, true. you know, like now it's an Instagram like photo yeah. collage. But yeah. it used to be like yeah. just a strip. Ugh. There's tons of strips, but she takes them all down. And then she's and then we see her at her next photo shoot, right? And she's yeah. back, baby. She's, she's back, baby. And she literally even says, I'm back. <laughs> Kim's very short-lived depression. Hey now. I'm happy. Okay, do yeah. I want to go Courtney Scott or the Odoms? Uh let's do let's do Courtney Scott, because I want to save the end of the house one. Okay. So Courtney would like the family to treat Scott like a human being. It's a big <laughs> ask, I know. Uh, so they have a, a pretty fake scene where yeah. Scott drops a bunch of spaghetti and Chris starts screaming at him because he like broke one of her plates that has grapes on it or some bullshit. Also, he was being a fucking dork. He yes, was it like, was stupid. He was like, I go like a waiter. I've seen it. I've seen videos of this. What's he something. talking about? It was so. Yeah. So he, he breaks a bunch of plates and Chris goes ape shit. I wrote in my notes, Chris has taken some acting classes since yes, this time. Yes, you are correct, my She friend. has really settled into the nuance of doing less yes. to get more out of your performance. You are so <laughs> on the money. Uh, but the Courtney stuff, I actually believe, because we know she can't fake a thing. No. Not even interest. Um, she <laughs> threatened to withhold her future baby if they aren't nicer to Scott. What a, what a meteoric heightened this scene went oh. from. It was literally like goofing with plates of spaghetti to being like, I will withhold your grandchild <laughs> you from you. And I was like, what? Never see your child again. What happened? Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so the next thing we have Scott taking a dip at the pool. This was funny. It was very funny. He was just oiled up hanging outside the, <laughs> the Car Jenner home. And it's driving Caitlin and Chris to madness. I mean, I loved it. Caitlin says laziness is in his DNA. And I was like, laughs. That is so rude considering all of his family is dead in three years. <laughs> so <laughs> so <fucked>. mean. <laughs> they, so mean. If you could just go back in time and see that everyone uh, that's ever been in his life dies. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, this is such a crazy frozen moment. But yeah, he, he kind of putters around. <laughs> I mean, and they're not wrong. No. Scott is lazy. They say that like Caitlin's like he's he's about Scott. He's not motivated. He just wanders through life. <laughs> and we know that. That's, that that's what he he does for another till now and then chris tells caitlin go out you're a motivational speaker go out there and motivate him so funny because like, like good no. luck then uh, we get this insane scene of they're all hanging out at the house and they play charades oh yeah and chloe does the charades for deadbeat dad yeah as like a joke making fun pointing at scott as like him you know like him like him and that really pisses off Courtney. Yes. So her response, again, meteoric heightened. The next scene is the like... The next scene. We're moving to New York. It was very funny, especially because <gasps> it's so clear that Scott's like, no, 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 no. Because he wants to stay on the show. It's not about him being reasonable mm -mm. for Courtney to see her family. It's like... Hey, babe, we can't be leaving the show. What are you talking about? Because I think maybe Courtney meant it. I think so too. Yeah, but she's like, let's move to New York. You got family there. Um, 
And then he's like, what if we just invite your family to come to this? Well, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Let's not be rash. Also, a few scenes back, Courtney and Chloe are talking about how Chloe treats Scott. And Courtney makes a very good uh, point when she says, how would you feel if I treated Lamar the way you treat Scott? Mm-hmm. And Chloe like can barely say a thing because Chloe knows she would kill her sister oh my god if anyone talked to lamar that way and that's become a very clear dynamic is the way that the family has fallen in love with lamar yes and are fawn over him and treat him like a celebrity in their home and how scott is like hired help oh yeah that's what they literally say yeah Yeah. so um they scott leaves a voicemail for chris to bring caitlin and the kids and come up come on up to that um gender reveal it's not i guess or no back it's the, then it was it's just like an sex. ultra yeah, yeah sorry, it's just finding out the sex of the baby yeah so sex is not gender i know right yes um so the fam they do show up they show Everyone, up except for chloe no chloe they all show up in this tight little um <sighs> dr crane's room. office dr crane dr crane some of these people we forget we've been with them for so long dr crane delivered rob kardashian god damn it that is so wild. Because he was Rob was like, "Do you remember me?" And he's like, curious is like, of course he remembers you. He gave, he delivered you." I had that dynamic with my mom's best friend's husband who delivered me. Oh my god! And mom, when I was like old enough to go to the gynecologist, was like, "You should go to Doctor Jerry." And I was like, "No, I spent <laughs> the night at his house as a child. I'm not going." I would, I would struggle with that. Like he saw me come out of your vagina. What a weird, like, then that happens. I feel like, I feel yes. like that's common to just like, especially, yeah. And it, but it is, yeah, I would struggle with that. No, especially cause you have to talk about like sex and STDs and like, you know, not in the South. They don't let you. Oh, well, when I was promiscuous, <laughs> you're so. not allowed to, <laughs> you have to sign a contract saying that you will save your virginity until marriage. And actually I'm sort of <gasps> joking, but I know a lot of people have done that. Oh no. Well, yes. I, I have a family member who got a, a purity ring and oh it looks like God. an engagement ring, but it was given by a father to a daughter <gasps> as a promise that you will not have sex until you're married. And I'm sure there are multiple people who had those. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You gotta say, you really wasted a diamond on that that's, one. <laughs> that's There's better jewelry to buy. It's <laughs> also a confusing place a confusing piece of jewelry could yeah. it not be oh. a a purity oh, oh my god are you in good earrings no my dad doesn't want me to have sex no oh, yeah <laughs> my dad's keeping tabs on my hymen like ti like why don't you get a watch that's for a bracelet, your yeah. a necklace there's a lot of options so in this scene kylie is so cute oh my god they're getting to like they're becoming she, tweens right she's so like funny she's goofy she used to be so funny until she got to be the most sexy woman she became a sexy baby she's too sexy now she's so sexy i hope she's funny i laughed so hard i almost texted this to you and trish because she did some like i've been working out every day since january and she like with some gym pick and then did like kylie kylie sorry and then was like um I thought you meant Trish for a moment. Oh, I was no. like, oh, Trish. I would love if Trish put up a big uh, workout post. Um, of her butt. Of her butt. <laughs> Show me that butt. Um, no, it was Kylie being like, I'm working out every day. And then was like, summer's right around, summer 2020, right around the corner. And I was like, can you fucking stop? What is there to, what needs to happen on this body at this point? What are you, a, what is not happening on this body that like needs to happen that you have not already like 
made happen like you oh yeah you really have to get in shape for summer this body is like insanity it's literally sculpted by doctors i know so it's like i don't need a bunch of gym pics of of a 22 year old being like also i hate 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 that like summer's coming you know they'll do that in workout classes and i think it is like truly toxic and a nightmare but um yeah i don't need it from like kylie being like gotta get this ass in shape get it right get it tight kylie get out of here also fine to do it just you know it's like taking a poop you don't have to brag about it i know you want to every time i do it i'm like i I should scream this to the world i did i put up a post i had to wait a year but i was like i've been working off it's hard oh i thought you meant about pooping oh pooping yeah i I went took the biggest shit We will not reach equality as women until women can brag about taking large dumps like men always have. You, I bet you were like, she posted about taking I was shit. Like, That's you waited a year. Oh, so not on brand for just a year you ago. She took my, a glorious shit. You remember my huge shit post from a year ago? <laughs> there are people who are like, you, you, you got so grossed out about the pimples, Marcy. Why are you talking about turds now? I don't understand. There's no rhyme or reason on what grosses her out. I did really love seeing Mason's first appearance on the <gasps> show i did not think of it like that i was like that's so cute that's his first time on camera we got to see his little wiener oh my god we saw him on camera wow yeah. uh and um, then chris trying to apologize on behalf of chloe was very very funny because as courtney said you can't apologize on someone else's behalf and what she meant to say is if they're not sorry right <laughs> if they're not sorry oh uh, god but yeah we get um uh yeah we, it's, this is this nice scene yeah of, there's a lot of penis talk but then we have this weird um dinner it kind of feels like it's like getting kind of uh, softening this but is then, the the cliffhanger this is what yeah then so. it kind of it, i mean in that it kind of feels like okay everybody's softening about scott but the the chloe piece of it is simultaneously heightening and um and so we have this like awkward dinner that is just the kids right it's like kim rob chloe uh scott yeah and rob is saying that he likes he loves scott and he's like i and they're like yeah you like him better than anyone else and scott's like well i think courtney kind of likes me which is very accurate very accurate perfect way to describe it scott's wearing a velvet jacket a lot of luck (laughs) but he's like kind of doing his scott thing of joking about like why he and chloe don't get along and obviously we we know it's also connected to this whole uh kind of fight and whole situation in miami when he came and all of that and uh and like yeah because if you guys don't remember before Courtney knew she was pregnant, Scott came and caused a fucking scene in Miami and like broke a glass in a window in, yeah. in, a, in a bathroom and like was just a maniac out of control. And then uh, Courtney found out she was pregnant. Yes, and decided to st- stay with him. She and was they really were perfect for each other, and she was really <laughs> on the brink of like truly being single. And then got pregnant. And, and so, truly being maybe a lesbian. Yeah. Oh yeah. She felt she was. She had so many like lady right. flings. She had a Miami was so fun. Yeah. So so then so this dinner gets weird and, and that's really where Chloe and Scott stuff came to a boil. And yeah. so now they're back and you know they're it's months and months Kim's. later and they're back at Kim's and 
Chloe is just on one and yeah, she's, she's drunk. She's drunk as hell and she's talking shit and like she Courtney uses Scott of entrapment. Yeah. She's like you sperminated that you woman. You tricked her so you could hold her down like a For thing that people years. used to always accuse women of doing. And it's like heightening and Courtney's trying to go to bed. Courtney who's super pregnant by the way. Oh. Eight months pregnant. She's trying to get up and she's like no I'm just tired. I just want to go to bed and Chloe's like come on come on and kind of chasing her and holding on to her. And she's really manhandling Courtney. You we always forget till you see it that i mean they're very physical especially chloe and courtney have always been so physical but it's like truly the miss i mean chloe is so much taller is so and much bigger this is a tiny little pregnant woman like look was she hurting her probably not but don't just don't she touch just, a pregnant she is woman like up in her space and grabbing she, her arm yeah. and so scott steps in to try to like get her to leave her alone and all he does is he just tries to bring courtney with him he like yeah. pulls courtney by like to like usher her out yeah and then chloe fucking smacks him smacks him in the face right it's hard to see where it hits but it looks like it slaps him yeah kind of. slaps it's and pushes not good and it becomes the cliffhanger yeah so we don't know where that storyline is going to go next. I mean, we kind of know. I guess if it, it will apologize eventually. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it, more fighting happens, but at least all it, I know is a few years later they end up in a bathtub together. Yeah. So then they're best friends for years, <laughs> yeah. and they literally have a podcast together. She talks to him more than her own sister. Eventually, that's why it's so funny. The storyline of like Scott's an outsider, we hate him, is so funny to know. Like they they choose him over and over again to where they choose him over Courtney later on. Yeah, I do think there is like an element to like so hard to get like for the people they accept in immediately uh they don't stick around that long and yeah. the people that really work to get in there yes. stay in there once you've like once you're in i feel like yeah especially in. from this era oh yeah okay so now we're going to the odoms right yes yeah, so so chloe and lamar are living in that hotel the sls <laughs> so courtney and chris are over and ooh, I don't know how all of a sudden there was a riding crop that they were smacking each other's vaginas with in front of Chris. Yeah. I just would never in front of my mom. No. No. Don't. I hate it. I mean, but we what? really get into this strange space oh, with, yes. the, with sexuality and this storyline between mother daughter. I mean, this whole family and their sexuality is just so, so in your face. So wild. But basically, it's time for, you know, Chloe and Lamar don't have a house. They yes. don't have their own place. So they decide it's time to get a house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Lamar is too busy with basketball so Chris is going to help Chloe look at houses and help pick out their dream house now a thing I noticed two things in this episode one Chris has had amazing work done yes wow yeah and two Very true. did you see a cameo from another reality yes. star Josh Altman from Million Dollar, Dollar Listing I saw it uh, I was so excited I was like yeah. hey and he looks really chummy with them oh yeah but, I, well apparently he's been working with them for years I like looked it up and he's oh, like course. helped buy and sell like all of their homes of course that, of course that makes perfect sense well, see once you're in it's so, so funny that he's actually a real realtor I know I guess it funny? makes sense though I know yeah. they're like good at their jobs um so we get them looking at houses. It's I mean, it's fun to see. There's fancy a scream houses. where Chloe screams at Chris for taking all of her wedding gifts. Yeah. And she screams, give me back my waffle maker. <laughs> Although it is very rude to just have a bunch of your things shipped to your mother's house. Yes. This is still very much, I think, Chloe in like a pretty gross bratty zone. Yeah. Like it's one thing to have them shipped there, but like to just leave them all like go Find a storage, gifts. get a storage facility. Like I don't. Know. I like that Chris was like, "Well, if she's not. I'm gonna fucking." I mean, open it's these up. very much like Chris to be like, "Well, I'll just take it for myself." Yeah. I mean, I do everything for these girls. Um. So she's looking at houses. She falls in love with this one house. It is 
$2 million over the budget. <laughs> it's crazy. So it's a $5.9 million Spanish style house. It's absolutely stunning. Yes. And Lamar is not there when they look at it. Did we hear the little um in like product placement in this? Oh, I don't know. She says, I'm bringing my flip cam to look at houses because Lamar can't be there. Oh, you're right. Oh, my God. I didn't even think yes. about it. So we get all this Chloe cam footage, uh-huh. which was like j- jarring. Yeah, it is true that he does need to be in that house before she can like really make a decision because he has to duck into so many he, stairways. He is stuff. like of such an unusual size that yes. like his home, like I'm surprised that like, it can't, that he can even, that he doesn't need like a custom built house. I mean, I think a lot of his furniture has to be custom built yeah. like he can't he cannot sleep on a king size bed no his he at the knee his knees would hang over do you remember like the craziest fact not to bring up like the saddest thing but like with the whole brothel overdose they mm. couldn't helicopter him yeah he didn't they fit had to get like a special a special one, right? one but the normal one he could not fit on Too to like big. to like heliport him well, to. how could they even get like a gurney for him i mean he's he, uh yeah he's so big I, you're so it's so unreal to really watch him because eventually basically chloe falls in love with the house and yeah. we get like crazy conniving chris, chris is like we're gonna get you this house and she literally on the she gets on the phone with lamar takes the phone from chloe and says to lamar oh yeah like hey baby it's the so this house is so beautiful oh, and yeah. this line made me laugh so hard she's like this house it is S-E-X-Y championship style. I mean, she is being momager of the year. It's like, what? It is five bedrooms, seven bathrooms, 7,000 <laughs> feet. Oh, this line made me laugh because she finally brings Lamar to come look at the house. And they have the cutest exchange where she's like, he he sees it and he's like, oh, wow, it's like we're in Spain. Uh, and then she goes, yeah, like Italy. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just walking and talking. And I mean, oh God, it's very funny. Fair enough. So Chris's idea to oh, like Lord. get Lamar to get on board is f- to make Chloe seduce him. And Chloe makes fun of it a little bit, but is quickly on board. She does call her mom Heidi Fleiss, which is a real blast from the past if Loved for it. our youngins listening. Yeah, look her up. Heidi Fleiss was a madam to the stars. Madam. And she had all these famous actors' numbers in a book. And then like the FBI investigated and like fascinating. It was uh what good early nineties drama. Before people could get busted, before there were phones everywhere. So oh, yeah. they could just yeah so have escorts the night of the seduction happens and it must have been sort of real because it was such a quick setup and then yeah like it's just so bizarre because you're like i i don't know maybe it's just how my but it's literally or maybe it was fake like i can't tell if it was real because it was short or if it was fake because i feel it was like short. we missed a scene like a scene got dropped because we don't really see we see uh we see chloe and malika <laughs> setting up for it like literally putting like rose petals and like um blindfolds and whips and like laying everything out and like the lingerie and keep in mind this is her mom's idea she basically (laughs) her own mother was like you will fuck your way to this house i mean we all know that chris was responsible for the ray j shit too so it's like she literally has this line to chloe she goes turn it on honey (laughs) (laughs) mom your mom 
damn your mom i have your a mom huge critique of the seduction scene which is you cannot plate food before your lover comes home fair very fair you cannot put pasta on a plate <laughs> on a bed with silk sheets no i hate it no no it's awful you're not allowed <laughs> so so the seduction happens whatever but then the next day lamar she calls lamar to see like what's going on Did and I? he's just like i just doesn't it doesn't seem reasonable it's too big of a house so i guess which caitlin loves yeah caitlin was like so impressed with lamar and i wrote i guess chloe is no demi Moore. Ah! Remember indecent proposal, guys? No, you don't. No, you don't. You're not our age. You're younger um, than us, probably. But that, yeah, she that she could not get. She could not fuck a million extra dollars she, out of him. She could not fuck her way to her dream house, <laughs> not yet, at least. Uh, but now, I mean, she's richer than every man she's with, pretty much. So uh, she can probably pay for the house on her own. Yeah. It was interesting to understand the financial dynamic that it was so that like Chloe did not have the money to buy yeah. the house, and it was obviously like Lamar was a way bigger star at the time. But um, just to think now, how much? Yeah. you know how rich she is. Like but, a five point nine million dollar house. She'd be like, I'll buy four. Laughable. What do I care? Embarrassing. It, I bet that house is like, I mean, we know how she felt about her rental. <laughs> oh, yes. God. Just being like, it's not mine. Be it? sure the lower third and just leave it on a couple seconds longer. Just so it's really clear it's my rental. You know, it's really I like because Chris is just all over Chloe's jock in the last two episodes. And I like had a realization I was like, oh, yeah, whoever she thinks she's about to get the most money from. Oh, my God. You're so right. She obsesses over. Yeah, because this she, is before that because their spinoff would have been in the works. Yes. Yeah, so I'm sure she was just like she was sitting there negotiating with them probably all day and was like, this is my cash cow. And like Lamar is like, a you know, famous basketball player. She is like, this is prestige. This is yes. X-E-X-Y, baby. X-E-X-Y championship. baby. Let's <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> I mean, you're so right that it's like whoever. Yeah, she because she is like shadowing Chloe at this time. Um, so but doesn't get the house. No. So, yeah, Caitlin's like, oh, he's practical. I love that. Um, and I guess they just keep house hunting. Where does that end? I don't know. They end up getting a, like amazing house that it takes Chloe like three years to get furniture made for, and then they get a divorce. So oh it's like God. very tragic. <laughs> and that's that, where we're going. It takes I, and forever that, to get a bed that he can fit in, uh, and then before you know it, he's a crack addict and he's cheated on her a bunch, and he's they're they're done. And Rob got like lured into a dungeon for three years in that oh, house. Oh boy! Yeah, we're about to get pick out the house that Rob Rob's descent also happens. Oh boy! In. There must have been some kind of weird like demon living in that house something speaking of have you watched the outsider no but my parents were telling me about it at dinner and they love it i made my parents watch it because i was like it, we need some things to talk about i i want to watch so it sounds great three episodes of it okay it's jason bateman's directing it um it's supernatural it's like Ooh. murder mystery meets supernatural kind HBO, of HBO right HBO prestige okay. I'll give it a watch I've been watching so much TV because of my hiatus so That's I'm like I watched do. The Circle on Netflix I've, everyone's talking about it I watched Cheer, Cry, Cry, Everyone's Cry. talking about that. I watched the Aaron Hernandez I documentary. That. I was really like, sad. oh, wow. A lot of stuff going on here. Really I sad. have watched it all, baby. Good. That's that's research for your, that's your workplace. Oh, yeah, I guess so. You, season two. Everybody's talking about that. I'm not hip. I've only, I only got to the Hernandez doc. 
Well, Sorry. And this well, episode, what do you have a job or something? I don't know. Uh, well, I'm getting my palm read by like little old Apple doll women <laughs> driving like three hours two ways in a day so stupid don't don't be like me guys that's it we did it uh we will continue covering keeping up with the kardashians season four next week will be episode three. Oh yeah it's great we're having fun uh watch along with us we release new episodes every wednesday check out our website we have a website kardashianit.com um all our apps and fun stuff is there subscribe on apple Podcasts. please rate and review it helps us so much check out our twitter and instagram and like our facebook Facebook page. Email us corrections, comments, and Kardashian run-ins at Kardashianit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Kardashianit. Bye. Bye.